Hello Bossy Gang, it's your host Shana Kono and today we are back. It's another Wednesday, another sleigh day, another time to talk to my Bossy Gang. I mean, before jumping into today's topic, obviously I'm currently doing what everybody should be doing. I'm participating in a Black Lives Matter movement. And for change, you guys, it's just not enough to share. It's just not. You gotta take actions. You can't sign many important petitions online. It literally takes you only 60 seconds to sign them. It's just one minute of your entire day for something that is extremely important. You can donate directly to the families that are fighting for justice and need money for further prosecuting their daughters or sons cases like the one of Breonna Taylor. You can actually go to their GoFundMe page directly and help them. And you can also inform yourself and donate at grasswoodslaw.org and sign the petitions on change.org. There are so many ways, so many. And with just a little help of you and I, we can stir the change into the right direction. So without further ado, bossy gang, I will just jump into today's topic. And today's topic, it just came to me with no effort. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it. I was like, what can I talk about next week? And then I saw it. Something hit my DMs and it was the best video I could possibly think of for a transition into today's topic. You guys, I will even enter the link into the description of this podcast so you can watch this video. It is a video capturing the ocean, literally swallowing all the houses that are built near it into the water. It's bananas. It's totally crazy. This is in Norway. So all the houses are in this video specifically, they are oceanfront houses. So they're being freaking swallowed into the sea. I will never grasp on the idea of how people actually build their houses near the water, knowing it can pull them in at any time. And it really doesn't matter if you are near the ocean in Malibu or Norway or Holland, or you live on the East Coast somewhere, you know, oceanfront, you can have your house in the Hamptons. It really doesn't matter. There's any way to guarantee that the water will rise in the next years and it's constantly rising you know looking back at the statistics of last year and the following years and I even saw how I think it was an NBA player's house <laughs> it was also beachfront Malibu mansion and he filmed it and the waves just kicked into his bedroom super insane I mean can you imagine you just walk into your bedroom and it's you know, full of water and waves literally kicked into his windows and you really don't have any chance then, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. And also the beauty of the ocean, it's unpredictable. But that's why I wanted to talk about the financial topic of today. Since most things in life financially are predictable, like you spending and saving. And that is really something I want to go into today. So obviously... There are things, in, we are in our 20s and there are different things we care about and there are different things we might spend more money on and all those things. We are not talking about beachfront houses right now. And I thought for that, I'm going to start with a list of the most stupid things people spend their money on in their 20s. I've experienced it firsthand. I saw it firsthand with friends and people online even. 
And I think I nailed it down to the four most stupid things people really spend their money on our age. And the first thing is an overpriced car. You've all seen it. Um, somebody should maybe buy a car that's 10 to 20k and they buy a house with you know being able to pay down each month that is like 100k like stupid things people do in their 20s the second thing most people spend too much money on is their rent it's overpriced rent and the third thing is overpriced luxury goods such as bags shoes and all that stuff you know what i'm talking about and the last thing is food and beverages and with that i mean eating out and always buying the most expensive things on the shelves and <laughs> i mean if some of these things apply to you i know that they have applied to me then you should maybe look for other alternatives maybe just maybe you like to eat out constantly then you should maybe cut it down to home-cooked meals and drinks more often. And with that I mean there is no reason to eat out every damn day. There's really no reason. And also there's nothing as a really good, good, good old home-cooked meal. And there's also certainly no reason to buy beverages that cost $9 at Starbucks every day. Those are things to be enjoyed and done once or twice a week, but not every day. Make your own coffee for 99 cents. Literally, that's just what a home iced coffee with milk, normal or soy, costs you. It's 99 cents. That's it. And if you're spending a lot of money on rent, Maybe just split it with a roommate or don't live too central in the city. It's anyways not worth living in a city central because whatever you pay there, you know, it's always overpriced. Usually living away only 15 minutes from the city, it costs you half as much, which is crazy, right? It's literally insane. That is the case, you know, for living costs in the Los Angeles area, for example, in the US. I know I have a lot of listeners from there. You know, it's the case for people living in Zurich, Switzerland, where I currently am living. It's also the case for people who are listening here from Germany when you live in Düsseldorf, super central there. It's always the same scheme. Doesn't matter which big city or smaller city you are living in, the center is always so much more expensive. So really don't spend where you don't have to. I mean, I'm guilty myself. When I was still at university, <laughs> I mean, I was so stupid. I would go to Starbucks every day for the first year. That's insane. Sometimes I'm like, who the hell did I think I was? <laughs> I mean, I wish sometimes I could go back in time and just slap myself in my own face. <laughs> My mom would always be, Shana, you are so crazy to do that every day. And I would I would be like, uh, you know, you know the drill. You know how it goes. You don't listen to your mama until you realize, okay, shit has hit the fan. And all I can say is just learn from these kind of things. Try to just not spend where you don't have to. And try to save more so when, you know, when an opportunity comes and represents itself, you have at least something to offer money-wise and something that you can invest. So anyways, you guys know what I mean and I want you to move on to the next topic with me because this one is about my current obsessions. I right now am watching the Epstein documentary on Netflix. It's so, it's 
insane it's crazy you know it's just this billionaire who works perhaps they all say kind of it leads to him working for an intelligence agency because you know there are no records of him really working for wall street and all these things and it's just insane how he got away with so many things in life you know sexual assault human trafficking prostitution all these things of minors he got away with because he just had so much money so much power and knew people in powerful positions and that's really something where you realize that's what people mean with money is power this guy you know he has his 80 million dollar mansion here and you know private jets there and he hangs out with bill clinton and donald trump and people you know say he works for an intelligence agency and he's able to get away with horrible things in life over you know 20 years it's insane and no one can say anything not even the police can get him nothing ever happens because he even pays off police departments you know it's insane and you literally seeing his case you you know you see that money is so powerful obviously we are on a bossing glossy podcast and it's super important to me that you guys realize that the bottom line is that Whenever you have so much money and whenever you are a powerful person, you should never use it for destructive things. Obviously, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, I think it's just fascinating how this guy did all of this. And it's just crazy. And yeah, so that's one of my first obsessions currently. And I wish you guys could have a little bit of this matcha latte that I'm <laughs> enjoying right now. I mean, I order it premium from Kyoto, Japan, because yeah, again, I'm this <laughs> spoiled. I'm talking about not spending money, but here I am. No, but it's still cheaper than going out and drinking it at Starbucks. It's always cheaper to make everything yourself. And I just like high quality in things. Oh, it's just heaven on earth. However, another obsession that I really want to talk to you about is I kind of found a way to really motivate myself again for sports. It began during, I think, four weeks into the quarantine. I know, super late. But last year, I really had issues really forcing myself going to the gym, you know, having inspirations around me or motivations, you know, people that I look up at you know online and I see their IG and I'm like okay you know she's working out or he's working out and really really motivates me now I want to hit the gym it really never happened for me it was just a year where I was so busy you know with really wanting to meet my goals and you know setting myself new goals and you know having to plan out everything I think it took so much on me and there was so much energy spent on these things that I kind of you know didn't feel the same and whenever I um, work out though it's so crazy I have this energy flow for the entire day I feel like a different human being and I'm like why haven't I worked out in a while right and uh, I think during this quarantine I'm you know usually for those of you who don't know me I'm really a sportive person I've been playing basketball ever since you know I was I think nine years old and I dance since I'm I think five years old and so I was always into sports my entire family is into sports so it's just how we roll (laughs) 
But yeah, it just kind of, it was just the last year where I just often didn't feel like working out. And I also wanted to gain weight because the year prior to it, I had lost so much weight. So I wanted to really gain some and not work out so much, but eat a little more. And so I wanted to gain back to the regions I've maybe lost them and it worked out perfectly but I did not feel great and honestly if you work out before work it will change your entire life (laughs) and that's what I usually would have done right always in my life I would always wake up at 6 a.m before university work out every day um I would only you know Saturday and Sundays I depending on when I had my leg day, you know, there would always be two, one to two days, of course, of recovery. But I would always work out all the time and it would make me feel so energized. And now I kind of found my way back to it and I'm so passionate about it again. I think sometimes we just need that little little time for ourselves and quarantine really helped with that because you have so much time to work and you have so much time to you know, work out because you don't have to commute so much. You don't have to, you know, if your office is in a city, you don't have to have this, you know, one hour or 40 minutes, 30 minutes ride into the city every day and, you know, lose time, but you can do it from home, your workout. So I think for me personally, that was just something and I'm so obsessed with it. And I found out that I'm really kind of into Pilates and yoga. And that's something I never thought I would like. (laughs) But because I'm all about that chi and all about that energy flow, I think Uh, It's so hard, actually. And you see it and it always looks so flawless on people. I have, you know, my best friend, she is just perfect in yoga. And she has like that license and she's able to teach it. And it looks just so effortless. And (laughs) when I do it, I look like a degenerate person. I mean, it's just crazy. But um, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm motivated again. And I think you guys should definitely look into you know the best ig you know accounts instagram accounts that really motivate you i think waking up and checking out that video for 15 minutes it's just so motivating and i can only recommend that honestly i think there are so many incredible motivating accounts there and i think you should just do that but here's the thing what i don't recommend is spending you know time first thing in the morning on your phone if it's just for watching that video alone it's perfect but if you then go into your whatsapp and into your emails and you know sms and you know calls and all those kind of things and you spend time online or on social media it's just the worst thing to do when you wake up in the morning and I tell you why the thing is when you wake up and you look at your phone it really dictates your time it's not like you dictate your own time because you know the time spent on your phone it you know goes by so fast and everything is then dictated by your phone that's how you if you wake up like this this is how your entire day will play out and I hear this so often from friends and family and people in general you know I've heard so many interviews where people are like oh I just can't stop you know it's I have to look into my phone every you know 10 minutes 
you know, every hour. And it's crazy. And for that, I listened to the maxed out um, episode from At My Let. And what he recommended, it was life changing for me. And it's really that you don't look at your phone for the first hour in the morning when you wake up. If you work out prior to this and you need to have motivation, just have this video installed, check it out, motivate yourself with it, put the phone aside and go and work out and make sure you don't do anything on your phone anymore or anything at all for the first hour in the morning. And if you're motivating yourself anyway and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do it with the five second rule, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and I'm going to work out. I'm out of there. I work out from home or from the gym. It doesn't matter. Then you don't have to look at your phone anyways for the first hour. And this, you guys, is so life changing. It has worked wonders for me honestly and I can only recommend that and my last obsession is my current read shoe dog I almost finished the book I didn't have a lot of time to read these couple last days but I can only recommend it it's just so incredible Phil Knight is such a great storyteller and I mean it's it's such a raw and authentic book that shows you really all the sweat and everything it takes to build massive success and it takes so much time and so much consistency throughout and a lot of times failure and standing up again and I think it's just such a beautiful reminder of what the road to success really looks like and yeah those are pretty much all my uh, current obsessions and I think I'm gonna close out today on this note I have to water my flowers <laughs> I'm like slowly becoming my mom I have to cook a dinner and I will continue reading my book and so on this note i hope you have an incredible week and you go out there and you kick butts bossy gang until next week bye